to Know Your Money, where we will explore our relationship with money and how the psychology of it impacts our financial decisions as everyone thinks about money differently. In our podcast, we'll be presenting a variety of financial topics in an easy to understand way, which we hope will assist you with managing your money. Welcome to Know Your Money. Hello, Craig. Hello, Warren. How's everybody today? Very good, Brian. And you, how are you feeling? Good, thanks. And Warren, you're looking good and relaxed and feeling good. Thank you, Craig. I do feel good. Lovely to see you guys again. Yes, thank you. We've got an exciting seven episodes ahead of us. So, Brian, you brought something to the table, which we look like really looking forward to unpacking. And um, hopefully we're going to really enjoy these seven episodes, which is a nice thing to have going forward. So should we chat about the first concept today? Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, I think what it is, is as our practice, we want to really look at a person holistically. So we do do that. We look at your wills and all of those kind of things. Now we want to take um, your relationship or your language with money and look at that even further. So we are putting together some courses because often there's clients that we can't necessarily help because they might not reach our minimums, but we do still want to have an impact on everybody and help them with their relationship with money. So what we're going to be talking about over the next seven episodes is something that we're going to have on our website where you can go and just work through the course and have a bit better of a relationship. So, yeah. What are the seven, Brian? What are they? So the seven are is everybody, most people when I say what is your relationship with money, they, they describe one sort of area. But what we found is that there's seven different areas. So the first would be receiving. Um, the second would be earning. The third would be spending. The fourth would be giving. The fifth would be keeping. The sixth is saving. And the seventh is growing. So if you become aware and you're able to look at these different relationships on their own, you can see which relationship with money or which language of money. And why, I mean, why I'm saying language is um, there is a book called The Five Love Languages. I think we have spoken about it before. And we all have a certain love language that we're good at, but we can see what love languages other people have and kind of... Um, work in that way. So for example, we've spoken about if you're a spender or a saver, that's your primary money language. That's your primary way of being. And now it's not to say that the spender can never be a saver. It's just understanding that you're a spender and then what can you do or what boundaries can you put in place to help you be more of a saver? And that's how this sort of gets there. Make sense? Very much so. Looking forward to it. So what was that first one again? Okay, so the first one is receiving. Wait, wait, before we start, I want to hear Craig talk about receiving and let's see if he knows. So receiving, you mean I've got a, I have a goal of what I'd like to earn in, say, the next year, as we spoke about planning your year. I plan my earning goal and that's what I, what I think is receiving. I'm going to go and try and earn this money and yeah, I'll receive it. Is that right? So that's what most people think. That's how most people do see it. They just see earning money as 
as as receiving it, you know, like, so if I work hard, then I'm going to receive this money. But how I've defined it is differently. Um, earning money is the next one, which we'll talk about next, which is like the effort that you put in, what do you get out? Receiving money is the first experience that anyone in the world has actually experienced with money. So let you be someone that's wealthy or someone that's not. It's what were your parents able to give in order for you to receive, for example. So they put a nice roof over your head or they bought you nice things. You didn't really need to do anything to earn when people spent money on you, if that makes sense. So that's how the receiving one goes. And um, like a case that can be like in point and why there's such a difference is some people say, okay, I'll record an episode for you if you let me come for your session. So you didn't earn anything there. You just received something and they received something. Does that make sense? Correct. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just thinking. Um, so when you say, uh, for example, uh, growing up, let's say, the roof over your head, the Christmas presents, uh, for me, you know, receiving things like a cricket bat so I could play cricket, um, I didn't earn those things, but I was given them. Yes. Um, and so what's my relationship to being open to receiving, I suppose? Um, so am I the kind of person, because you do get a lot of people who will go, no, no, that's too much, don't give that to me, it's too much. Mm. Is that a self-worth, a self-value thing? What, what would you say about that? Yeah, so so when we look at each of these relationships, we look at the different things that could be impacting them. So those are beliefs, mindsets, conditioning, traumas. Um, and I think a lot of society, um, like people that come from, let's say, charities, all they ever sort of got was receiving. So they just received um, food and handouts, and it's a great thing. But the problem with that is they never had to necessarily earn it. So they come from a place of, of just receiving, and then they get told, you need to now go into the wide world and start earning. And it's difficult to learn how to earn when you've only ever well, received. You're, you're used to these handouts, yeah. Yes. Um, so what would you, if you were sort of um, coaching a client or speaking to somebody at least, and they said, I don't really understand what a good balance of receiving would be, what, what would you say? Okay. So there's two areas. So you can either be completely blocked in it or overactive in it or in balance. So, for example, back to your cricket bat analogy um you received that cricket bat and what did you feel when you received that when your parents bought it what are the emotions or what are the beliefs or the mindsets you got from that so first was obviously excitement mm -hmm. um i could go and i could play with the boys and we could you know have a game of cricket because one of us now had a bat mm. um then there was the I'm the next Davy de Villiers, um, <laughs> <laughs> which didn't pan out. That's why we're here. <laughs> um, and then it was gratitude, you know. I know that my dad worked hard and my mom worked hard and they bought me something they knew I really wanted and um, I would use all the time. In fact, I used it till it broke. So, yeah, I think for me it was gratitude was a big one, yeah. Okay, and that's that is awesome. But now, when you receive something from other people, do you just accept it, or are there conditions yeah. to it? How how does receiving work in your world now? So, 
I, um, I always give and receive without any expectations because I believe if you receive with the expectation of doing something for them, um, it, it, it takes away from the good act of them giving something to you, of them, you know, making that effort. So I personally sort of just, it, it depends what's from as well. So if it's from my parents, I won't think twice before I go, yeah, oh, thanks, mom. That's great. Yeah, really, I can use that. That's awesome. If it's from, say, my wife's parents, I'll be like, oh, are you sure? Because hmm. um, I, I suppose there's... Uh, Where does that come from? I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe for me, you could probably correct me here, um, but is it not just a social thing? Like, you know, family's one thing. To get something from family is very different to get something from someone who's not, you know, your blood. Um so that's a belief that you have. And it's not to say that that belief or conditioning is right or wrong. But if it is affecting you negatively in in your ability to receive or to be open to, like if someone says, I'm going to buy you a lunch. If it's family, it's okay. But if it's someone else, it's not. Yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. And is that okay for you? Um, well, it doesn't make sense, does it? Um, because surely receiving is receiving. So again, I'll do it unconditionally when I do receive, but why do, yeah, it's a good point. Why do I feel different if it's not family? Yeah. So these are the, the conversations that we need to have and we'd go into with the different clients on the different areas and um, being open to it or some people just overgive, you know, so giving is also That's one my of wife, them. Yeah. Yes. And that is because she receives something from giving. And it's just going into each of those different relationships and trying to figure out where you're at with them, if that makes sense. It does. And Craig, how do you feel about it? Well, I was just thinking about uh, the bigger South African picture of the the handout, not the handout, the, the social grants that people get. And so they're receiving, but there should be a, I don't know, I mean, a, a realization that the maybe hopefully they could get work one day and they can work and start their own or do something for themselves so they can earn. Because mm. I think if you're just in that overactive of receiving, then you may not do anything else, just receive. A hundred percent. And that's the exact thing that I'm trying to shine light on. So when I said receiving you, the first thing you said was earning. Yes. Because we see earning and receiving as the same thing, but it is actually two different things. And once you understand that, yeah. it can be better. For sure. I mean, instantly when I said a minute ago, I was thinking about it now with um, regards to gratitude, happiness, excitement for receiving. Um, I don't feel pride when I receive, mm. but when I earn, I feel pride. Mm. So, there's What do you feel when you receive? First word. Um, grateful. Okay. That's um, great. Yeah. Um, when I earn, pride. Yeah. You know, I earned this is important to mm. me. And also a big one in terms of receiving is that some people receive an inheritance or they receive a winnings. So now if you feel pride in earning, you're not necessarily going to feel pride in your inheritance or in your um, winnings. And it's noticing that. And then like, if you did receive that inheritance and you don't feel pride, so for example, some people that... Um, receive feel guilt so if you get an inheritance and the word receiving associated with that is guilt you're not going to keep that yeah true 
And that's well, the link between all the different relationships. And that would be a very so unhealthy relationship with that money you've received. Absolutely. You see that yeah. so often, though. Somebody receiving a windfall and they, it's gone in a few years' time. Yeah. Because and that's where the other, it. yeah, exactly. exactly, it's because there's emotions or beliefs or mindsets linked to it. And that's where the other relationships of spending or keeping come into play. Like if you receive it and you're not okay with it, you're not going to keep it. You're just going to spend it. Yes, yes. And it's just, it's it's quite hard to say in a very quick podcast how this works. Yeah, but yeah. I think. This is like a teaser though for your yes, course, right? Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, I mean, as you opened, Warren, I didn't really understand it. And so now I've got a much better understanding of what you mean, Warren. I'm very glad because it's in our practice. <laughs> so, so if you could say to the listeners with regards to see, receiving, like you said to me, what's the first thing, what's the first emotion you think of? That's probably a good way to start it, isn't it? Uh, absolutely one of the good ways. But um, we normally have a questionnaire and maybe I will upload it onto our, um, onto our website. But... What we do is we list the seven different relationships, okay? And we say, which one of these relationships do you feel blocked in? Which one do you feel balanced in? And which one do you feel overactive in? And then the next thing we list is like, what do you think it is that's impacting feeling blocked or overactive? So is it mindset? Is it beliefs? Is it trauma or wounds? And by trauma or wounds, I mean like if your parent is a gambler, you may have a wound that's gambling maybe you gamble or maybe you do the complete opposite of gambling if your parents never saved and now you completely save then there's also conditioning you know so like conditioning is how your parents were like you must do this and you must save and it's not to say don't but if you're not enjoying your life it's finding those balances and then obviously emotions and it's emotions of you and others and the fears that you experience oh, and patterns sorry patterns patterns yes, yes. It sounds very interesting, and thank you for letting me learn today. Well, we both know what receiving is now, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to test you, but yeah. <laughs> awesome stuff. Great, thank you. Looking thank forward you to guys. episode two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, would like to subscribe, please visit our website, www.growthfp.co.za. The information we have provided in this podcast is our personal opinion. For more detailed information, please discuss your financial situation with a financial planner.